I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. What an imagination, huh? <laughs> Are you guys ready? Are you ready? From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Disney List. The Disney List. Disney fans Kristen Hetzel and Al John Go bring you top 10 lists from the Disney parks, films, Star Wars, Marvel, news, travel tips, and more. Now prepare yourself for the Disney list. All right, we're back. We are broadcasting live from Music City in the Gator Framework Studio. I'm lifelong Disney Marvel Star Wars fan, big old pop culturist Al John Go. Here riding shotgun with my co-hostess with the mostest, Kristen Hetzel. Hello. Hello. It is uh, Halloween time. Halloween. One week from today. Yes, Halloween time right around the corner. Do we know what we're going to dress up as for Halloween with our kids, Boo and Jack-Jack? Uh, I do not know yet. Hmm. I have to go into the <laughs> the wardrobe the wardrobe and see what costume I want to wear. Mm-hmm. I want to send a shout out to our band, Replay Heroes, our background music, awesome stuff. Let me also mention that we are fishing for comments, fishing, fishing, fishing for comments. So, um, okay, Robert says we're sounding good. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. We appreciate that. Thank you for joining us in the chat, by the way, on Facebook. We go live every week on there. So uh, follow us there. Follow us on all social media. We've got the uh, Instagram going. We've got Discord on Sorcerer Radio. We've got Discord for our own show. Um, email us too. DisneyList at gmail.com. DisneyListPodcast, I think, at gmail.com, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, we do appreciate all the feedback. So we're going to go in and do the trick-or-treating thing now i'm gonna stay home with with jack 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 and pass out candy right that's their plan for for us i just do whatever i'm told and then you and you and boo are gonna go trick-or-treating right that is correct and he will either be dressed as jack jack or as a pumpkin (laughs) Uh, depending on on if we can fit him into that shirt because he may be... I think he's he too may, big for that He's now. too big for it, but we may be able to get him in, into it. We just won't be able to, like, snap it in or anything. He's getting big. He's getting big. And, he, you know, um, the Grogu t-shirt that uh, Uncle Bubba and Uncle Taylor... Uncle Taylor? Uh, 
Did I say that right? Bub and Taylor. Bub and Taylor. <laughs> Uncle and Auntie. Bub and Taylor. Uh, got Boo when, uh, you know, we're getting ready to adopt him or whatever. When we first got him, uh, it's not fitting them anymore. Not fitting her. It's getting really tight, right? Yes, it is. They're out. They're so, outgrowing those clothes from yeah. a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Robert Taylor says, "Good man, always listen to the, uh, always listen to uh, the women." Yes, happy wife, happy life. That is what. That is like words to live by. <laughs> Krista, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today? We are talking about. The Haunted Mansion, mm. and these are top 15 facts you may or may not know. The Haunted Mansion is probably, I think on any given day, most given days, most days, most days, Kristen, Haunted Mansion is probably my favorite attraction in all of Disney, all the Disney parks. What do you say? I agree. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if our listeners know this. I know Lindsay does because she's a top fan. She um, follows me on Instagram and follows my posts there on Facebook and such. But we, you and I are both big horror fans. We love this time of year. We love Halloween. We love horror movies. We uh, we just watch a lot of horror stuff. I mean, yes, we're Disney fans. We love Marvel. We love Star Wars. We love all the Disney stuff. But we do love horror films and horror TV shows and series. And the haunted mansion brings back a lot of those things that we love about horror um, and the frights and the ghouls and the zombies and just everything that we love about horror movies at Disney. Like that's crazy, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, and in fact, uh, we wish, and we do love the the Halloween events that happen around the park, but why is haunted? Yeah. Can you name like like why is haunted mansion other than you know the spooks and stuff? I mean, is there a particular reason you identify with haunted mansion or you love haunted mansion attraction so much? I love the amount of detail that has gone into that attraction mm. because it's something that if you're looking around, you will always find something new that you haven't seen before, uh, and especially once you get up into the attic of the haunted mansion. There's so many things in that room to try and look at that. I never get tired of trying to find something new in it. Yeah. Same here. And I like to switch sides with you because sometimes you'll find stuff on the left side. Sometimes you'll find stuff on the right side. And for the life of me, every time I go, I'm trying to look at that painting, right? As you leave the ballroom, there's a painting yes. that's hanging right there, and I could never make out what that's supposed to be. It's because it's not well lit there. It's not well lit there, and the lighting is very – it changes every time you go. Sometimes it's a little brighter. Sometimes it's a little darker. It's – it's I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I can see things um, you know, clearly. Sometimes it's just, just more obscured, but um, – and sometimes – Apparently, the help decides to clean away the cobwebs and rearrange the hidden Mickey plates there. In or the forget there. to put the hidden Mickey in the ballroom scene. Oh, that that bothers me so much. It's happened a few times when yeah. we've when we've wrote it. I'm like, "Where's the hidden Mickey? I'm freaking out." Like, well, I didn't see that while we were writing. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> people but around you would probably like, been like, "What is wrong with that guy, dude?" 
Why are the plates not there? The Mickey head. It, it's just crazy. But I love the wallpaper. Yeah. Well, isn't there like a Dooney and Burke purse that has the wallpaper yes. in there? That's I. That's your thing. I love know. That. I would have loved to have had that. Anyway, um, favorite scene in the haunted mansion. Oh, it's Constance Hatchaway. Uh, that whole the, the whole attic scene. Yeah, I think I still love I still love the ballroom. Ballroom's still my favorite because there's so many things that happen in the ballroom. But I have to admit, Constance, Hatch- Constance Hatchaway, the uh, the widowed bride, is just um, an awesome place too because there is a lot of stuff. Especially if you're sitting along the left hand side of the doom buggy because you can look over and see all the different stuff that's on the floor, the different packages and the china yep. and everything that's kind of strewn about the floor, which is cool, right? But there are so many different layers to this attraction. And I think it would be awesome if we just went ahead and get started with our top 15. It's the Disney list. Top 15. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Kristen. You want to tell us a little bit about the beginnings of the Haunted Mansion here? Yes, it opened August 9th, 1969, and quickly became one of the park's most beloved attractions. Every Magic Kingdom built since then, from Florida to Tokyo and beyond, has included some version of the Haunted Mansion. To celebrate all these years of grim grinning ghosts, these are 15 facts about the spookiest ride Speakers right ever, ever at the Disney parks, ever and ever. <laughs> I just have a horrible laugh. It's horrible. I love the music. Can I just mention that? Who doesn't? Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. host. I could just listen to that all, all day. He has the best laugh. I just, I just love it. Well, speaking of that, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the voice, but let's talk about this because I'm I'm sure we have a lot of friends that are watching the show and the haunted mansion at both parks have come across a bunch of different changes throughout the year. And in fact, in 1994, Disneyland's Haunted Mansion did get an update where a phantom piano player sat at a rundown piano in the attic scene, just like the one in Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion. But instead of the sinister, the sinister Rachmaninoff-esque grim grinning ghost, a dark version of Richard Wagner's Bridal March plays. Did you did you know that? No. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you go down and and you think you know the attraction so well when you ride it all the time at Walt Disney World and you go to Disneyland because we're our our home park is Walt Disney World but when you go over there it just kind of you just kind of like oh you know it looks it looks very similar but it's not uh, in 2001 a newer safety spiel was added on board the doom buggy and uh, Paul Freeze who is the voice mm-hmm. by the way of uh, the ghost host voice was in, um, impersonated by Joe Lay giving a bilingual safety spiel. So there you go. And it's also done in the overlay at Disneyland, the haunted mansion holiday, 
which is, of course, um, bringing characters in from A Nightmare Before Christmas, which is nice. One of my favorites. Yeah, you want to read this one? Because this is, this yes, is also one of your favorite characters. In 2004, the seance room was updated to allow the crystal ball to appear to float. Float. Which projected Madame Leota. She still appears in the ball. Originally, this was done with a projecting map and then later a rear projection effect within the ball. Okay, that was interesting. Uh, I look in the room for where the projection is. Yes. And can you see it, where the projection goes into Madame Leota's crystal ball? Because it's so hard to see. I don't know. I have to. Look. I never look for it. <laughs> I look for it all the time. I'm like, I never where is look, it? <laughs> I never <laughs> look for it because it's crazy. one of those. To me, that's one of those Disney magic things that I don't want to see uh, because I feel like once you see something like that, then you can't unsee it and you notice those things every time. So it's and a, so yeah, I've it's never looked thing. for it. Don't break the wall. Don't break the wall. Keep keep the uh, keep the imagination running wild. And, um, since this is also one of your favorite characters. In 2006, the bride with a visible beating heart was replaced with Constance Hatchaway, who is the villainess who has married many wealthy men. Is it like five or six, if I remember right? Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, she's killed all of them. (laughs) And she was added to the Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion in 2007. Hey, by the way, uh, I think Lindsay is asking, hey, have y'all watched Muppet Haunted Mansion yet? And we have. And it's awesome. Yes. Um, Speaking of uh, Constance Hatchaway, which is great. A lot of uh, celebrity celebrities are in that uh, Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Hey, by the way, that special itself could do like a top 10 list because there's so many things in that that references movies like Beauty and the Beast, as well as, you know, the Haunted Man, of course, Haunted Mansion and different things like that. But it's it's super cool. Anyway, in 2007, with more updates, uh, the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World was reopened to the public. And in that update was a more elaborate transformation of the foyer, the foyer's portrait, new sound and visual audio effects, including the stretching room, a new endless staircase scene, which is great, which replaced the two rubber spiders seen just before the endless hallway scene. So um, did you remember those spiders back in the day when we went initially? And I was like, ooh, I hate spiders. Yeah, I'm trying that? to remember. And then, of course, the, the staircase scene, which were, were, which were replace the spiders but yeah i always thought the spiders were pretty cheesy <laughs> but i'm glad this st- the staircase is kind of cool oh i love the staircase it reminds me of the um inspiration for the haunted mansion itself the um um it always makes me think of what is it mc etcher and that his name is, is that, that what they're thinking of mc etcher yeah yeah maybe is that that's right the, that's the um the book guy. The book guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what it always makes me think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, in March 2011, a new interactive queue debuted at Walt Disney World, which is great, by the way. Uh, new crypts and tombstones honoring Imagineers, a murder mystery for guests to solve, featuring sinister Dread Family. The composer crypt, which features musical instruments that play various parts of Grim Greening Ghosts, were touched. Of course, you could play it, play the song by hitting those different instruments. 
And the Mariners' Brian Field Sepulcher, whose ghost sings and sneezes from within, which was initially part of the uh, Haunted Mansion concept, was about a uh, skipper um, who lost his bride, which is What is crazy is that was 10 years ago, because if you had asked me when they did that update, I would have guessed it was five years ago, not 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Wow. Um, it was officially confirmed in 2015, April 10th, by the way, of 2015, that an iconic haunted mansion character, the hat pot hat box ghost would return to Disneyland's haunted mansion. And the character returned in May 9th of 2015 and was part of the attraction when it opened in 1969, but was removed when the illusion revolving the specter's head was not convincing enough. It Um, looks amazing. I love that. Now I remember, the Hatbox Ghost animatronic when we were at D23 back in 2020, 2013, right? Possibly, yeah. And they had that big Imagineering pavilion, and you got to talk to Imagineers, and they said, oh, we're bringing back the Hatbox Ghost. And then they had the little programming station where they had the animatronic programming, and they brought the Hatbox Ghost out, and the illusion was great. And it's very rare to see pictures from that era initially when the Hatbox ghost debuted back in 1969 that and i think they had a uh, also that an armor uh, a knight in shining armor in the room that was actually living and would kind of you know was that actual cast member that, that, would was, be cool. that was there and it's all you know would randomly just try to try to scare people and uh, they removed him too <laughs> you know but uh, I think the Hatbox Ghost is amazing. Yes. And they brought back the Hatbox Ghost for the, you know, the Muppets Haunted Mansion special, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Which I love that. You want to talk about our friend's photo pass? Yes. On April 2nd of 2019, the photo pass bride photography was added to the attraction of Magic Kingdom. There's a hidden camera that takes pictures of riders as the doom buggy passes the final portrait in the portrait gallery. It says, with the flash um, disguised as a flickering light, a black and white photo featuring the riders framed by several of the ghosts surrounding the photo is automatically added to guest photo pass accounts by reading the uh, RFID data from the guest second generation magic band. How cool is that? So That's great. Yes. All right. So anyway... Now that we're here, post-pandemic, there was also a refurbishment with a brand new pet cemetery, now with new greenery and plants. It also has new drapes along the loading area with new decorative wallpaper. And one of the Haunted Mansion's original portraits being April to December, um, featuring the one-eyed cat, or featuring a statue of the one-eyed cat. So there you go. There's new lighting and all kinds of stuff there. Poor so, kitty. Yeah, pretty cool. So anyway, I I love all those refurbishments. I don't think there's something that they've done to the attraction that I have disagreed with per se. So I'm all about it. Now in the very beginning, this is a another big old fact, and that was a group of facts. Yo, know, we we're giving you a ton of facts. Um, But in the beginning, the idea for the Haunted Mansion over at Disneyland and Wed Enterprises 
goes way, way, way back in the day. Well, yes, Kristen, who is going to say something? No, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, okay. So in 1951, the first known illustration of the park showing Main Street had green fields and all this. And then Disney legend Harper Jeff, uh, or Harper Goff, uh, developed a black and white sketch of a crooked street leading away from the Main Street peaceful church through the graveyard with a rundown manor perched high on a hill. And uh, that dates back to one of the um, inspirations, House on Haunted Hill, right? Very cool. Yeah, really, really cool deal. Really cool deal. Um, Walt Disney, though, didn't want to have a rundown building in his park. So there's where he uh, made mention of that Winchester Mystery House in San Jose that we... Yes, talked about. I want to. I want to go see that house. So the Winchester Mystery House. I think there's a lot of movies based on it. We didn't. There we is. See there's one a recently? Winchester movie. I believe it's on Netflix Did that you can that? watch. We yes, we have seen it. Yeah. So which was really cool because the Winchesters from the Winchester Firearms Company. I guess. Uh, I guess the heiress had had so much money that they kept on building upon this house and they had all these staircases that would lead to nowhere and all this other stuff. So this is part of the inspiration for that. Oh yeah. And there's like doors that open to walls and I mean, there's weird things in that house. Mm -hmm. I mean, all I can imagine is that she must've been a little crazy Mm -hmm. in order to. Just a little, just a little. I mean, cause really hoop, who builds a door that you open up and there's a wall there? I mean, Goes nobody does that. It's weird. <laughs> she did. So, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, Imagineer Ken Anderson, as I mentioned before, also envisioned stories of a ghostly sea captain who killed his nosy bride and hung himself. Um, so that was also once again one of the things that you, uh, I, I guess, experience in the queue now is that same sea captain. That's in there. So that's pretty cool. Imagineers Raleigh Crump and Yale Gracie reenacted Ken Anderson stories in a studio over there at WED, which is great. Of course, um, Master Gracie making a mention in the Haunted Mansion. Um, And then you have 1961. um, Handbills announcing the 63 opening of Haunted Mansion were given out at Disneyland's main entrance. And then you had... The World's Fair that took up all of the Imagineer and Walt Disney's time in 1964 to 65. And then there was a redesign after Walt's death in 1966. So, you know, people and the Imagineers involved, they were like, I don't know what direction we want to do this. Do we want to do this kind of, you know, Museum of the Weird that Walt wanted and have a walkthrough? Do we want to move people quicker? And so there you go. You know, Raleigh Crump and Yale Gracie were in charge of doing those visual illusions for that Museum of the Weird that you uh, have seen probably Walt talk about uh, on YouTube or, uh, you know, on the Disney um, Disney Plus uh, network, talking about the, the fact that he wanted this kind of weird, creepy kind of walkthrough Museum House of the, of weird, the weird, Museum of the Weird, which was cool. Yes. And they also wanted to do these Pepper's Ghost um type of illusions which to me that's why i love that ballroom scene so much is that pepper's ghost technique which was neat so anyway mark davis and claude coates two of the main uh designers which by the way alan coates uh on our sister show 
Skull Rock podcast talked about this a little bit, which is great because his dad, being second generation Imagineer, uh, talked about doing the Haunted Mansion and uh, disagreed whether the ride should be frightening or enjoyable. Claude, originally a background artist, wanted a scary adventure and produced some of the moody surroundings like the endless hallways, the quarters with all those characterless environments, while Mark, an animator, um, proposed having a little bit of uh, the silly gags and things like that. So you could see, like, um, the I guess the, uh, the Undertaker and his dog out yeah. there and all the, the, the scary kind of... Um, gag Scooby-Doo kind of 1960s uh, influence stuff yeah. at the very end where the ghosts are kind of making their um, making their party happen at the very end of the attraction, right? So that's kind of his, uh, you know, his uh, influence on the attraction there, which is kind of cool. But anyway, after Disney's, uh, oh, and of course, how could I forget Existencio, um, Xavier, if you will, or X, uh, also wrote the music, or at least the lyrics, for Grim Grinning Ghost. Did you know that? Very cool. Yeah, Buddy Baker did the music. He did the lyrics as well. And I have to say, one of my favorite attraction pieces of music because of that awesome nineteen late 1960s thumping bass line, which is grooving. You know, that, <laughs> I mean, that bass line is amazing. And and the music and all the voices and all that stuff is really cool. So anyway, so uh, how about this fact, Kristen? We talked a little bit about it. Okay. So apparently a lot of people think Orson Welles is the ghost host. I never thought that. Over at Disneyland <laughs> as well as Walt Disney's version. Um However, the voice actor is Paul Freese. He was also the voice of Ludwig von Drake, the Pillsbury Doughboy, and Boris, is it Badenov? Yeah. Of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know Boris had a last name. Oh, there you go. There he is right here. <laughs> in their corruptible mortal state. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. I mean, isn't that the best voice ever? I mean, really? Oh, yeah. He is the perfect I mean, voice for that. Uh, that is when voiceover actors, well, and, and there's a lot of great voiceover actors, but man, what a just awesome signature voice. I think if you're Orson Welles back in the day, because he had such a very uh, dramatic uh, voice when he would read War of the Worlds and different things like that. Orson Welles, everybody thinks you have a big booming voice. It must be Orson Welles. It must be Orson Welles, but awesome. <laughs> big fan of Paul Fries. Uh, one version of the backstory of the Haunted Mansion is that uh, Master Gracie, I don't know if you knew this, Kristen, um, that the rich businessman Master Gracie held his wedding on the lawn of his Florida mansion. And as the festivities of the day progressed, the party moved inside. Interesting. Mm, how about that? How about this? Hmm. So according to official Disneyland press release from 1969, the Haunted Mansion cost $7 million to develop and build. In today's money, that is roughly $45 million. That's Which is insane. nothing. But it's nothing. It's, no, it's a drop in a bucket. It's but if you think for, but think about the cost of of buying a house. 
what you could get for a house for $45 million. I mean, yep. you could probably buy like two of Johnny Depp's homes for that. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, you know, two thirds of his roof, uh, rooftop bungalow, right? Or his private island. His private island. He's got a private island. Yeah, he's got a private I island. I didn't know that. That's cool. Johnny, let's talk about it on the show. I want my own private island. <laughs> It'd be Disney Cruise Line. I wonder if they spent $45 million on Castaway Key. Oh, I'm sure that was something crazy. So um, one of our other facts, number six, although the Haunted Mansion is located at Disneyland's New Orleans Square and appears to be a antebellum manse, uh, it was inspired by a home almost 900, nine, hold on, let me get this voice, 999 miles to the north of Baltimore. The Shipley Lidecker House was built in 19, or I'm sorry, 1803. So how about that? Huh. Yeah, that's that kind of funny. You wouldn't expect yeah. the house to have come from that far north. No. No, not at all. Not at all. Hey, gang, we will be right back with more awesome facts about the Haunted Mansion at the Disney Parks. I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration skull rock podcast talking all things disney with your hosts al john go and dave bossert do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films theme park attractions and more the all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of walt disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.
Lindsay says in the chat, foolish mortal is my text tone. <laughs> <laughs> so. I need to get an app that lets me do things like that. That Because that, I have all the boring iPhone ones. Yeah, we need, I, I miss, that's why I love my droid. Uh, my old droid phone is because I could do a bunch of those. You had Jarvis. I had Jarvis all the time. Jarvis was my homie. Anyway, so many Haunted Mansion experts think that there were three films and inspirations for the Imagineers as they completed the attraction. La Belle et la Bite at Jean Cocteau's 1946 Beauty and the Beast. So, yeah, I'm sure that was the case. Uh, which they referenced a lot of Beauty and the Beast in Muppets Haunted Mansion. A lot of Beauty and the Beast. The huh. Haunting, Robert White, uh, The Haunting, which is Robert Weiss's 1963 adaptation of Shirley Jackson's no- novel, The Haunting of Hill House. Yep, and Robert Weiss is an amazing director and producer. And then 1927's version of The Cat and the Canary. And all those design elements from the movies can be seen in the ride itself. Yes, which is great because I remember specifically uh, the haunting of Hill House, where the door would press and you would see heads kind of popping through the door, oh, which is yeah. a type of effect they wanted to have in that chamber. You know, going down the hallway with the uh, the creepy ghoulies on the walls, mm-hmm. which was an awesome effect. I, those pictures, though, they so remind me of. Scary stories you tell in the dark. That yeah. whole book series. Yeah. In fact, you know, it's funny when you ride the attraction, how scary some of that stuff really is. If you're an impressionable kid, I, I would think me, you might, you could have like nightmares about some of that stuff in there. The, you know, and to this day and, and listeners that, that have been with our show since WDW Tika room back, you know, 11 years ago or whatever, can remember the fact that that, that uh, hallway where the, the creepy eyes blink at you and stuff like that, that's kind of creepy. I'm still kind of creeped out by that. I love horror movies, but that just is creepy. <laughs> Plus the, 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 the zombie faces in there, that's pretty ghoulish stuff. That is not Disney. Can you imagine if they made Haunted Mansion now, how many Disney fans would go, that's not Disney. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's not Disney. Marvel's not Disney. Star Wars isn't Disney. Haunted Mansion doesn't belong in Disney. It's it's scary. I'm glad Walt wanted something strange. So do I. So do I. Walt had an awesome imagination. That's cool. All right, Kristen, here we go. Yes. Uh, Different Lands. The Haunted Mansion is the only Disney attraction to be featured in different lands at each of the five Magic Kingdoms. In Disneyland, it's in New Orleans Square. At Walt Disney World, it's located in Liberty Square. In Tokyo Disneyland, you'll find it in Fantasyland. Disneyland Paris, it's in Frontierland. And there it is known as the Phantom Manor. And then if you go to Hong Kong Disneyland, it's a completely different attraction known as Mystic Manor, and it's located in Mystic Point. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I mean, yeah. We think they'd all be in similar places, but they're in different lands. Very interesting indeed. Very interesting. I do look forward to, at some point, making it to Disneyland Paris and seeing the Phantom Manor. Oh, same here. Same here. 
And if you're interested in that, uh, maybe we can put up our interview with um, Stephen Stanton, voiceover actor, who actually plays yes um, in the you know Phantom Manor uh, attraction. Yes, right, Mystic Manor. I'm sorry, uh, Henry Mystic plays the role of Henry Mystic. So, so he's in the Hong Kong Disneyland. Yes. In fact, and we did uh, also talk about that in a recent interview with Ethan Reed, who was one of the Imagineers um, that we talked to on Skull Rock Podcast. So uh, look for Ethan Reed on Skull Rock Podcast, where uh, Dave Bossert and I talked to him about Phantom Manor. Very cool. Yeah. So 999 Happy Haunts. And from the very very beginning, Disneyland press materials touted that 999 ghosts resided in the mansion. While a number of actual ghostly figures in the attraction have never been officially tallied, it is generally acknowledged that there are always room for one more. <laughs> have, I, that would be interesting. You go in and try to count all the different ghosts and ghouls that are in the haunted I've mansion. I've wondered if anybody I, actually has done that. I have to wonder. I have to wonder. The hardest place to count would be the graveyard scene. Like you would have to like in your mind, visually break it up so that each time you went in, you knew like count from here to here or there to there, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then there are my favorites, the Pepper's ghost illusion for the dancing ghosts in the ballroom created that uh theatrical effect that's been around by the way since the 1800s it's a relatively simple trick where illuminated objects are reflected onto a plane a pane of glass making their them appear translucent it's named after john henry pepper who popularized the effect hmm. you missed one the world Famous stretching rooms. Oh yeah, were introduced to the attraction uh, by the ghost hosts. Descends uh, at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion and at Phantom Manor in Disneyland Park. At Walt Disney World and Tokyo Tokyo Disneyland, the ceiling rises, whereas guests remain on the same level. So you don't get you get dropped at two of the parks, <laughs> and at the other two, you just it's space. It's, it's What's weird. bad is when somebody leaves the door open. Oh, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. Don't don't break the illusion for me. I say that, of I course, can't believe five minutes earlier. I'm talking about, hey, have you seen the projector, <laughs> the projector for Madame Leota? In the meantime, I'm like, yeah, you know, keep the door shut, people. Like, I know, but that just ruins it. It's not fun when they, like, leave the cast member, leaves the door open. And you're like, okay, yeah. So nothing um, happens. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. So at Disneyland, the pipe organ played by a spectral musician in the ballroom is the same organ used by James Manson as Captain Nemo in Disney's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The prop was modified for use in the Haunted Mansion and the organs used in the other versions of the ride are replicas of the original. Hmm. Pretty neat, huh? Yes. We have two more facts, y'all. Two more facts. Kristen. Uh, hitching a ride. The names of the three hitchhiking ghosts encountered at the end of the ride are Gus, Ezra, and Phineas. Gus is the short one with the ball and chain. Ezra is tall, skeletal, uh, the skeleton-like one, and then um, with the bowler hat. And then you have Phineas, who is the one that's carrying the carpet bag. You know what Phineas thinks he is? I don't know, but he's better he than Ezra. 
I'll be here all week. Dad jokes. Uh, yeah. I was <laughs> just going to say, it, I don't know, something the, about verb, and you made me forget it. Oh, Phineas and verb? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of pets, um, I don't know if um, Ferb would, uh, well, not Ferb, but um, oh, what's his name? Agent P would like to be called a pet because he is his own person, Agent P. But the pet cemetery in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World have a small pet cemetery loca- located right outside the mansion. In Walt Disney World, one can see a tombstone for J. Thaddeus Toad, the hero of the long-lost park attraction Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, as well as others. Just nice. Hey, you want to know a bonus fact? What? A bonus fact is, you know, the ravens that are all across the Haunted Mansion, that was originally going to be the narrator for you in the attraction. So you had a a raven at the very beginning, one uh, one on the casket. Yes. Then you had a raven in Madame Leota's room. Then you had another raven, I think... I know there's another raven, uh, I think, in the um, the Swinging Wake. And then you had another raven at the very end with the um, uh, the mini, the mini uh, ghost. Uh, hurry back, hurry back, right? Yes. Right? Which is not supposed to be Constance Hatchaway. It's supposed to be the... Um, what are they? Madame Leota. They call her mini, like... Mini, mini Madame Leota, right? Yeah. Mini Leota, right? Yeah. So, yeah, because she goes... Hurry back, hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate. There you go. Should Just you t- decide to join us. There you go. You but- can't do that in smile. You have to like <laughs> not be smiling. Like Jeff would tell me to do that. And I'm smiling. I'm like, I can't, you can't do that if you're smiling. It changes your voice. I <laughs> Well, that was really cool. But they changed later on in the attraction, but the Ravens are still there. Part of it, um, of course, they had the ghost host, you know, instead, which I love. We all love the ghost host. But um, the Raven in the read the the newly, well, I say newly, it's been years now, but the new queue non-fast pass queue, but the regular queue for the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion and the organ does have a raven on it as a symbol of the constant ravens that are around the Haunted Mansion. Pretty cool fact. That was a bonus fact for you. I hope you enjoyed those bonus facts. I hope you enjoyed all those facts because we promised you 15. We gave you like 25. (laughs) So, (laughs) But anyway, isn't that awesome? Haunted Mansion, one of our favorite attractions at any Disney park. And what do you think of the Haunted Mansion? Let us know by leaving your comment on the video on Facebook, or you can send us or drop us an email at the Disney List Podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us messages courtesy of our anchor.fm site that is our podcast partner. So click the link for leave us a message. Maybe your voicemail can be played on a future episode of the Disney List Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all social media. We're there. Twitter, Facebook, of course, and Instagram. 
We'd also love it if you would subscribe to our show everywhere you get podcasts and listen to us on the Sorcerer Radio Network, also on Discord. We're everywhere, y'all. We're everywhere. Kristen, where can people hit you up? Not only for your expertise and free quote, because you are a uh, vacation planner, but uh, where else can they find you and the Dining at Disney podcast? They can find me when it comes to vacation planning. You can email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. And then you can find everything having to do with Disney food and dining and all that kind of good stuff at diningatdisney.com. As far as the podcast, make sure you go to Anchor or one of your other favorite podcasting platforms. And I would say... Uh, the two best places to follow Dining at Disney is Instagram and Facebook because who doesn't like delicious photos? That's it. That's it. And where can people email you for their travel, next Disney uh, vacation, universal vacation, or any cruise line booking they want? Themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Sending a shout out to our friends there at the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Uh, we love to hang out over there with you and interact with you. Also at Source of Radio at srsounds.com. Click on our show archive there on Anchor or anywhere you get podcasts for the 50th anniversary super panel where we talk to everyone involved in Source of Radio. Uh, that was like a big 12-person panel. Ridiculous, but it was awesome. So be sure to check out the archives there at uh, at our show there at uh, the Disney List. Don't forget to also check out my other podcast, Skull Rock Podcast, with myself and former Disney um, filmmaker as well as producer, author, Dave Bossert. He's got a brand new book, y'all. He's got a brand new book. It's called Claude Coates, Walt Disney Imagineer. Uh, we just got our book, and we're going to talk about it next week on the show. Check it out. Be sure to check that out at oldmillpress.com. Yeah, awesome. Imagineer. It's fancy. It's fancy schmancy. This is one of those super really nice ones that you want to put on your tabletop if you don't have children. And they all, yeah. (laughs) We don't don't want uh, Boo or Jack-Jack to get in touch with that because she'll probably rip pages out and I would be crying. Very much I'd be crying. Yes, she is not allowed to have (laughs) anything that has more than cardboard pages to turn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, gang, thank you so much for checking out the show. Click that bell for notifications on Facebook every time we go live. And uh, listen to us on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long at srsounds.com. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week. I'm Al John. And I'm Kristen. And, and we'll, we'll see you real, real soon. soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast for entertainment and informational purposes. All of the trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth.